This is the fifth episode of the Curly Podcast with Set PA and videographer Rafael Mencia. Welcome to the Curly Podcast. My name is Jasmine Porter, a freelance television and film professional. Each episode, I'll bring you a unique crew member from a different department to discuss their role in making a film. We'll give you exclusive behind-the-scenes stories and advice on how you can get your start, too. Thank you for joining us today, and welcome to The Crew Life. Hello, everybody. Right now, I have Rafael Mencia here with me, who is a set PA who's working his way up in the camera department, but he's also a freelance photographer and videographer. So, Rafi, thank you so much for coming here and talking with me today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I know it's Sunday. Like, we're all, like, in weekend mode. So, thank you so much for coming and taking some time to just chat with me today. I appreciate it. So, Rafi, you went to Buff State. Um, yes. You just graduated this past year in 2018, right? Yes, yes. And you were in the television and film program. Can you tell me a little bit about why you decided to actually go to school for TV and film? So I actually decided, so I've been to um, high school here in Buffalo, and uh, it was performing arts, so everything was based on majors. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of already tech savvy. When I was a kid, so I was just messed around with computers all the time. Yeah, I get that from yeah. you. Yeah. You can do a little bit of everything. Yeah, in the office, right. Uh, but yeah, so I was kind of like tech savvy, and um, I was like, I want to, I almost like went to Hush Tech, didn't oh, okay. to, but I feel more comfortable in performing arts. Mm-hmm. So I went, I uh, majored in communication, so that was kind of like television and film arts as well, so it's kind of like interested in camera, yeah. f- like uh That was like your entry right, into it. Right, right. So um, after like high school, I was really more interested in cameras, and just doing kind of stuff like that, like mm-hmm. anything technical based so uh for bus state i actually majored in media production was oh more at about, first yeah at first oh, okay so I'm, i uh that was more focused on broadcasting mm-hmm. but i didn't even like broadcasting <laughs> you were like yeah I don't no want to i didn't think that was like that's not my thing it you know? wasn't for like, you yeah it wasn't for me at all and i don't think that's where the money is mm-hmm. you know so they have the media production and have the tv and film so i was i knew about the two majors but the TV and film said it was more writing based, and I'm not a writer, so I like, immediately nope. was scared. I was like, Nah, nah, I'm not doing this. So I went to media production, and one of my friends, uh, name was name was Van, um, he was in the TV and film uh, program, and he said, You might actually want to be in this. So mm-hmm. then I applied, and I heard that you didn't have to write anything yeah. to you know to submit. You just have to submit something that you shot or whatever. I don't know what the rule was. So I what submitted did you do to get and it? I got it. I think, I think I kind of cheated. I think I got. <laughs> I think I. I think I submitted a documentary that I shot. No, that's that not was, bad. And I wasn't allowed. That wasn't allowed. So what? I don't know how I got. Well, it worked though because you got, got in. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters exactly. now. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I did that. And I got in, and that's where everything started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you feel like for you because I mean this past summer. Um, you just had your first official set PA job. And do you think it was worth it for you going to school for television and film? Because we all know, like a lot of people say, like you don't have to go yeah. to school to work in this industry. For you, do you feel like it was worth it? It was definitely worth it because I feel like those people that say that uh, you don't have to go to film school, stuff like that, they probably have connections in the film industry. Yeah, because that's what I you need. I don't have that. Yeah. Exactly. You don't, I don't have that. So it was kind of worth it. And you learn things that you probably won't ever learn on the actual field. Mm-hmm. So like learning I mean I had to kind of have a background in 
photography and video and stuff. It's always more like technical based and a little new bit more production advanced. based. Yeah. So I knew that kind of stuff, and you know, it was definitely you know it's needed. You know. Yeah. Really I do agree with that because, like you said, a lot you don't have to like. There's no requirement. It's like you know when you yeah. apply for a job, they say you got to have this for television film. There's none of that, there's so no. you don't have to go. But like you said, like I didn't have any connections either. So for people who don't really have any connections into it, when you go to school for television film, that's where you meet all those people at. Exactly. You know, to get your name and right. like into those other people like for internships mm -hmm. so it's like it, it is yeah. perfect Professor, like, professors have like probably connections inside so exactly. that's the only way you have to be really close to your professors and really get to know them yeah. that's how I got you know the internship to uh, Clover mm -hmm. so it was based on people looking so I think what it was is uh, the movie was looking for interns yeah. so they connected to any any film programs across like Buffalo. Yeah. So they hit like Buff State, Canisius. And the professors reach out yeah, to the students. And the professors, yeah. So, I mean, my professor knew everybody. He was like low key famous. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. Are you talking about Aaron? Uh, uh, no, I was talking about. Uh, wow. Put that to fix the it. one who moved to Italy? Yeah, Lou Rera. Yeah, Lou. Lou, 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 Lou. Yeah, yeah. yeah I took a class so with sorry. him once. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I, I was thinking of my other. Uh, my other mentor, mm -hmm. he was my high school teacher. Um, but yeah, no, Lou, Lou did almost everything. So he, yeah. he kind of had a background. He had new connections and actually, like he knew the commissioner, like mm -hmm. you know, Palmer's, like he had his number and everything. Yeah. So yeah, it was good to to really meet Lou, and he he knew what I was doing. So you know. So one thing, like, cause I met you on Clover, right? Um, but one thing that like I admire about like everybody who graduated this past year. Um, you guys also had like there's this group it's not even like an official buff state program but it's called 716 yeah. and so you guys like make all these like little like pilots and like these little shorts yeah, yeah. and one thing that I admire about you guys so much is that like you guys have built like your own community and everybody in there like they do their own thing as well right. like it's like everybody has like their little side hustle yeah. you guys are like so advanced and I just look at that and I'll say like um, I admire that so yeah. much about you guys like, you guys like I feel like you guys are already pros a little bit <laughs> yeah I mean school's not enough so you kind of want to have some fun on the side so yeah. um, it was just a couple of us I was one of the original people there mm -hmm. so it's like, why don't we just make films on the side as a like friends group, a collaborative? So uh, we just did our own thing. You know, it wasn't even a it wasn't even a bus state organization back yeah. in the day, or back in the time, like maybe three years ago when we started. It's supposed to be now, right? Or soon? well, we're working on it because we're very limited. You know, we're like meeting illegally yeah. on campus, but you know, we're very like. We don't have the resources as an yeah. actual organization. If you guys become an actual organization, right. it so would help. So if we do that, we could table on campus. We could rent rooms that we need. So if you need a classroom, we could actually reserve a classroom yeah. based if we're actually an organization on campus. If mm -hmm. we weren't, then you're not really allowed to yeah. do that. Yeah, you guys are just like doing this all on your yeah. own, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah. So you're your own small little like production <laughs> company, yes. basically. Basically, so it's really it's really a program. Or it's really an organization for anyone that's interested in that field. You know, yeah. to make movies and stuff. So if you're not a, like if you're not much of a writer, that's a good way to learn. Yeah. You don't have to go to film school. You could just 
join Studio 716. So I think that would be good, like for anybody who is in Buffalo, and you don't have to go to Buff State. So I think that is something good for people to know about. Like if you don't go to Buff State, even if like it is student run, but I will say this: even if you're not a student, like reach out to them on Instagram, like just work with them. Like they do cool stuff, and you will learn so much. So like I I would start there. Like it's not Mm -hmm. a job or money, but like you can learn a lot, and that you can like build a portfolio that way, which I think is like really good. Yeah, because you could put. I mean, you're making. A whole bunch of content yeah. you're putting on YouTube, you're putting for people to see. You have you have your name in there, so you have mm-hmm. some experience now, you know. And it's I mean we're at Buff State, but again we're trying to open up. Well, I'm not in it anymore. Yeah, because you graduated. Well, because I graduated stuff, so I kind of moved on. But um, I don't think it's really for Buff State students. I think it should be open for you know everybody who's yeah. interested in doing kind of stuff. Do you think that for you you learned just as much doing that as you did in school, if not more? Say it one time. <laughs> like working with Studio Seven One Six, do yeah. you think that like small group you learn more than if you just went to like if you were just in the television film program at Buff State? Yeah, I think so. I think so because like you take classes and some of the classes just like you're learning how to write a script. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing that on the side, we're actually making you're applying like, we're everything applying that you just learned exactly. So. I don't like writing. I'm not mm-hmm. much of a writer. I don't have any background in writing. I just like to work yeah. at production. So I'm, I'm good at cameras. I'm good at lighting. I'm good at, you know, audio. Um, so, like, it was kind of boring just, like, just to have those classes and not really, really be mm-hmm. engaged in being in production. So it was good that we had Studio Summer 6 on the side to actually, you know, after class, we're like, all right, all right let's go that. just we're make something. At, yeah, we're going to yeah. make something. So... Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's good to have. It's good to have on the side. Now we, I mentioned a little bit that you're also a freelance photographer and videographer. For you, Rafi, do you want to just like work in the film industry, or do you also want to have that and have your own side business as well? So that was tough because I came. I come from a photography background, mm-hmm. and I transitioned into video. So I feel that because video is more time consuming. Um, I want to have that as a professional job, and it's just fun. You yeah, know, I get to work with new people almost every day, <laughs> and true. it's just very great. So, as a professional job, I want to do more um, film, more video, more movies, mm-hmm. and then as on the side, you know, if I ever have a break in between those, I could just do some photography. Yeah. So, it seemed for me like just our generation in general, like literally I feel like nobody just does one thing like yeah. everybody has like their main job and then like or, whether it's one <laughs> or two or three side yeah. hustles they have like their own business why do you think that is that like I mean it could have always been that way but maybe with social media it just seems like it's like I see it so much more why yeah. do you think that is that nobody is just like okay I'm just going to my nine to five like everybody has like I something else I, for me personally I can't stay still mm-hmm. so I always gotta be grinding I always gotta be working hustling just like you said so, I don't know. I think it's just a thing now. I don't know. You just always got to be moving. Always got to be, yeah. like, getting ready, for, like, trying to get your future ready. I always had that mindset growing up, like, work now, play later. Mm. So, I'm trying to get that, you know, work now always, and I can just relax, you know. Once I, like, have my married life and yeah. kids and stuff like that, I can just chill, you know, because I have, like, all that set up. I have that, like, the money on the so side. So, what, do you want to retire early? Oh, no, I don't want to retire <laughs> early. <laughs> no, I'm just trying I like, I really, I really always have the future. Um, in, in, my, mind. in my in mind, so I'm just trying to get that ready to go. So I don't have to have my like I want to have my kids ready. I don't have to have them worried. Yeah, like going to school. Like you'll that, be okay. You'll be set. Be paid for. You know what I'm saying? Do you think it's also because people 
and not that working a nine to five job or anything is bad, but people feel like, okay, this is kind of just a way for me to maybe make money. And with film, like we're doing something we love, but there's also this part missing of where it's like, you feel like you have more control now that you can actually do something that means mm -hmm. a lot more to mm -hmm. you. So people aren't just saying like, I just need a job to pay bills. Yeah. They're like, I can do that, but I also can do something and work on something that I love that has meaning to me. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, I feel like people always need like a challenge every day, mm -hmm. something different. Yeah, like work, like waking up to do a work nine to five, like every day, kind of, like a routine crazy. is kind of boring, you know. So you want to have something new. And challenging every day. So if it's like you baking cookies every day and trying to sell it, to like yeah, your actual job. You can have that as a. I see. I just have this mindset. So you trying <laughs> to make money. I'm trying to make money out of anything. Right? Yeah. So if I have a nine to five in an office, I could bake cookies at home or make some cookies at home. Come uh, sell them to come people in the office. So I'm making money off my money. You know, yeah. I'm getting paid double time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. People all about their coins. Always has Facts. been, like, always will be. Word. But one thing I do like is that people aren't just, you know, like, times have changed. And it's not just, let me go to work and yeah. come home. It's like, yeah. people are like, no, like, I want to do this or I want to open this. And I do. Kind of live life. I feel like after that song, YOLO, I think everybody just wants to. Everything. <laughs> what? Like, We're going to say what is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you only have one life, so you got to live it up as much as you can. You know? Yeah, just no. Always have fun. Don't, you know, just. Live up, man. Just gotta not always work. You always have fun here yeah. and there. And, you know, do whatever. It's this do. book that I was reading, and I, like I can't quote it because I don't know word for word. But basically, it was like life is about like having goals and then always setting new goals because it's like okay, you have your dream job, but now you accomplish that, but then there's gonna be a new goal that yeah. you want to accomplish. Yeah. Otherwise, you feel stagnant. That's when people start to feel depressed because you're like always trying something different. Like that's the whole thing of life. Is mm -hmm. like always setting a new goal and working on something yeah. else like you like you said you always have to be challenging yourself right. it's all about the short-term and long-term girls uh goals not girls yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh or is it about nah, girls nah, too nah, rafi nah, 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 nah. i'm not like that so <laughs> nah, it's all about the short-term girls uh, gr goals sorry my english is not good so, no you're fine so short-term goals and long-term mm -hmm. goals um you know you're gonna have to always work hard to get that short-term goal but don't forget about that long-term yeah. goal yeah don't forget about what you're like ultimately, what you're really what you're yeah. really working for you exactly. know you can't get distracted no that's why people get distracted all this like fancy like brand names and stuff they forget like, what the ultimate goal is yeah. so you get all this money like oh i got money now i want to spend it on this cool stuff i'm mm -hmm. like nah i'm just saving that money so um, i can buy better it. stuff you know that's right i want to spend my money on food that's all you got to do. Or your equipment. <laughs> or my equipment. To invest exactly. in yourself. Exactly. So I always, I always put money where I can make money off. Yeah. Of. That's smart. Yeah. This year, um, you got your first official job. Yes. We'll say official in the television and film industry, working yes. on the feature film Crown Vic. How did you get that job? And then tell us a little bit about your experience so, and what you did. I got that job um, solely based off my work ethic in Clover. Mm -hmm. So Clover was you another, interned on Clover. Yeah, so Clover was another feature that was being shot in Buffalo. And I was an intern because of the school. So they needed interns. I was like, well, I'm available. Mm -hmm. And that's my way to get in. So You just uh, got to get in. Yeah, I just got in. So when I got into Clover, I did the best I could to meet new people. You were great, get, by the uh, way. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it I was, was like, it was, we knew Rocky would handle it. It was tough, but I, I, I was ready for the challenge, and I knew that was my way to get in. I had to do the best I could to mm -hmm. meet new people, have a good first impression, so then that way they could refer me in the, yeah. uh, in the next movie or whatever. Because I didn't know... 
<laughs> I don't know anybody. So I didn't know anybody. I don't know who was big time, who was not. Yeah, so like, also, who are the people that get, make the calls? Right. So I didn't know anybody. I mean, I didn't know what a secretary really does, the producer. Like, these are, I feel like these names are very big. So mm-hmm. even the office PA, like, they probably have connections somewhere else. I didn't yeah. know who was from Buffalo, who was not. So yeah, I, like, I just always, need to have a good impression with yeah, everybody. Exactly. Which is smart. Exactly. It's not like so, I just want to look good for the director. Right. The no, you have to look good for everybody because you never know who's actually looking. Yeah. You know, so you're gonna you're gonna have to you know make yourself look good and not only that but really just going into work. You know, mm-hmm. you want to focus and do do work, yeah. do good work. <laughs> so on Crown Vic, what was your official title? I was a set PA. And what did you do for uh, them? So I was a set PA, and because it was just a short short film, they only needed a couple PAs. Mm-hmm. How um, many did you guys have? Like we had. Um, I think four. four yeah, it okay. was four of us for the movie itself. And then as it went on, we had to get more additional. So those additionals kind of stayed on throughout the whole movie. Okay. But uh, for my actual responsibility, I was a walkie PA. So I was in charge of all the walkies, um, the walkie-talkies for the for everybody to communicate on. So, so what do you have to do? Because people who might not like be in the industry and like, well, what does a walkie PA do? Can you kind of tell us about like the day-to-day of what your sure. job entails? So, um when I was told that I was going to be walking PA, I was like, okay, that's a very big responsibility because I was told that, uh, well, that kind of diversity as well. Like, walking PA is a lot of responsibility. So you got to keep track of all those track walkies. Of, yeah, it's walkies, expensive. Don't lose the them. The antennas, the, you know, surveillances, the headsets, stuff like that. Some some people don't own headsets, mm-hmm. so you have to, like, kind of rent them out, Yeah, you know? And that's a lot of responsibility. So you have to, like, log everything, write everything down, make sure everything is, like, set, ordered, because... If you lose any of that stuff, Cause man, so you have to know who has the like. Yeah. Do you make a list of like, okay, this person has? Is there like a walkie number? Um, so there are numbers for each walkie. Okay. And then what we do is, uh, well, also what I did was I labeled each walkie. So if the electric, like the grip department or electrician department is like eight of them, so I label electric one, electric two, electric okay. three. And um, I also, we also have like a crew list. Mm-hmm. So at the crew list, I also have names for each number. Mm, right? Okay, that's smart. So, so you I kind of, has... I, yeah, I kind of like I did a backup on a backup just yeah. in case that, you know, just to make sure that everything is set. Um, there was the right amount of walkies for the right amount of people and the names for those people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's smart. Uh, make sure that they are responsible. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a challenge and it was hard to, because. You know, things happen. What made it a, a challenge? Um, things happen on set. Every day is something different, so you're gonna have to. Oh, especially for this movie, it was a lot of um, cars involved mm-hmm. because it was like a cop movie. So yeah. there's a lot of cars involved, so I had to put walkies in cars so then the actors can mm. listen to the direction of the uh, director okay. or anyone telling them what to do. So I had to. So we have walkies for everybody and then we have extra ones just in case something happens if yeah. walkies messed up which happened to a lot of times on set you gotta get a new walkie um, we had to get new walkies and several times it rained so a lot of walkies got damaged oh, man. so that really messed me up but I still managed to, to get through yeah. it um, but yeah so going back to so we had walkies on cars and I had to be responsible with walkies so I had to play like, alright so there's a walkie on this cop car there's a walkie on this cop car and then three keep more like cars that they're trying to chase so I have to keep track of that it's like five extra walkies mm-hmm. and I have to make sure that I get those walkies at the end of the night 
That's the main thing. The main Making thing. sure when the film is over or even yeah. when the day is that, like, you're getting that. Because once, once they say it's wrapped, then everybody's, like, trying to get out. And I'm trying to follow them and run over them. And yeah, because the, the at walkies. the end of the film, if you don't mm-hmm. have those walkies, it's, it's gonna it, yeah. it's coming people down on be, you. Yeah, people going to be trying to hunt me down. <laughs> it's going to come back <laughs> yeah. down on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's hard. It's hard. So did you have any, like, cool experiences on that on that job? Since it was your first, so since it was your first official job, I mean for you, just overall, what was that experience like? I don't know because it was our first job. It was a lot to take in. Yeah, like, everything was just so cool. Like, like when I was an intern, and I forgot to say this, but when I was an intern on Clover, I ended up being on set for a couple of days mm-hmm. and I'm getting paid for a couple of days because it's just seeing my work ethic and I, you know, they need I'm like always talking, you know, I'm always talking and making sure that they they understood that. I don't see myself in the office. I see myself more in the set. Yeah, that and so. that's you know what you just said is a good point. Mm-hmm. I think what a lot of people should do as interns is like, you should make it known of what you want right. to do. That right. doesn't mean that automatically they say, oh, this person wants to do it. We'll yeah. put them there. But if they don't know where you want to go or what you want to do, you gotta like yeah. make sure people and don't know be that, that guy like, oh, I want to be a director. Like yeah. no, just like kind of like ease in. You know, find the right time to say what you want to do. So mm-hmm. be like. Maybe during lunch or something, you're talking to somebody, you know, get to know them and then, you know, kind of put yourself out there, put yourself known so then yeah. they, they can have that in mind for the future. Because if you never said that, then you never know, like, people could have been, like, trying to get you into the yeah. office. But yeah. if they know, like, no, Rafi wants to be on right. set, then if they, if people call looking for set piece, they know to, all right, Rafi is a person yeah. that you should contact. Yeah, I agree. No, I, uh, I kind of <laughs> had that in mind. So I don't want to be known for, like, something that I don't want to be, yeah. you know, so if... And that's a good, and it's probably a good advice for people. So, if you know you see yourself more of a set PA, try to do stuff on set. You know, don't mm-hmm. stick yourself in the office because if you do well in the office, people are gonna think, keep- oh yeah, they're gonna keep doing that. Like, yeah. oh, they're really good in the office. You know, I want to keep them and bring them out for another movie in the office. But mm-hmm. like, no, you don't want to do that. Don't. Yeah. And now you're stuck. And now you're stuck, right? No, you know, you want to. Wake up every day loving the job you want to do, not yeah. going to a job that you're almost close at. What do you want to do in the mm-hmm. future, you know? So I would say you still, I mean, we, we are, like, so young in the game. So we still have, like, fresh eyes where everything is, like, oh, my God, it's so awesome yeah. and so cool. Yeah. You know, like, because it's, like, the first job. So everything is just, like, you're taking it all in. Right. Like, the experience is just so great. That was me throughout the whole movie. <laughs> do you feel like you were prepared for it, though? I think I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, I mean... I, you had to do your own work, you know. I had to do some research on what to expect on set, especially yeah. for a walkie PA. I had to, you know, read the responsibilities and stuff as yeah. a walkie PA and what some or what are some of the things that are going to happen on set and you have to be prepared for. Um, but I feel like uh, I kind of forgot your question. No, did you feel like you were prepared? <laughs> oh, for if the I was job. prepared. Yeah, yeah, I think I was prepared because you know you had to do your own work and I researched and I talked to people and I because of the internship, I that was the really that's the that's the tester, you know. Internships, yeah. Like yeah. I think if those you are your time. Have... That's your time to really make your mistakes, mm-hmm. right? And not be really gonna blamed really for. Yell at you yeah, who's gonna really much. yell at me? I'm not getting paid for this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just being an intern. I'm just learning. They know that you're gonna make mistakes, right? Yeah, you know, they. That's what they brought interns for, so you can learn, mm-hmm. and that way they could put people to work and not get paid for. <laughs> Do you think had you not had the internship and you only like just went to school and didn't have a film internship that you would have been as prepared as you were? No, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I needed, I needed that internship. Yeah, because um, you needed to see so how it much. really was. Yeah, yeah, really. It was good that they offered that at the perfect time because I was almost. I think it was within my, I think it was within my last year of graduating, so yeah. I needed something. You know, I needed something to put myself in there because 
I would have been something to put waiting. on your resume yeah. for sure. Yeah. So if I didn't have that internship, I would have never met people. I would have never had the experience I had um, in the office and outside yeah. of the office and how everything really goes down. You know, um, there's a lot of background stuff that a lot of people don't know, mm-hmm. like communication, transportation, and bringing things to set. Bring it, so bring it back. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, there's a lot. We could, we could spend hours talking about yeah. this stuff. But, um, no, it's a lot of things that people don't know behind the scenes. and Not and at all. When they think uh, about a film, it's and just you have to have And you have to have that mindset. You know, everybody has the, their own stuff that needs to be re, uh, responsible for. Mm-hmm. But everybody's working way together to, you know. Accomplish one goal. Yeah, accomplish one goal, and, which is make the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own department, but each department, you know, is doing their is doing job it. so that way everybody does their own job mm-hmm. and at the end of it, we all just yeah. created a movie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, Rafi, what do you like? What is it that you want? Like, ultimately, what is your role? Because right now we're in the PA stage, like, we're in the very beginning. Right. Like, when you look at five, ten years, what is it that you want? Well, Again, so I was uh, more photography and video, so I want to, like, I'm really experienced and I like working with cameras, so I think I want to be more in the camera world. You want to get in the camera department? Yeah, yeah, so, and I'm also, like, really good at lights and setting up C-stands and shit like that, so I, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to curse, so. You're fine. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really good at so really anything production-based. Yeah, I mean, electric grip, stuff like that, but I really don't want to be known for that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I want to be more known as camera, camera, but I could do grip work on the side, too. But we'll see how it goes. You know, yeah. you never, you really don't know. Uh, it's good to be versatile, though. Yeah, exactly. The thing, like you said, though, you want to like you want to be known for camera, but I can also do this. I would prefer right. to work in the camera right. department. But if you guys need somebody in electric or grip, I can do mm-hmm. it. But everybody knows Rafi's main thing is camera. It's camera. So this is so this is something that I kind of liked and I always have in mind. Um, the Rock, right? Always thought he was gonna be a football player, and something mm. happened. I think he had an injury. I don't know what it was, but he ended up being an actor he's like I'm not going to be an actor I'm just going to play football that's going to be my thing the the wrestler rock yeah the wrestler the rock Mm -hmm. yeah so um, what is it Dwayne Johnson yeah Yeah. Dwayne Rock Johnson so he always thought yeah I'm just going to do football Mm -hmm. I'm really good at football that's going to be my thing but that's not look at that now he's a world like world known actor he He was just the highest paid actor I think for this past year yeah, probably. I mean, I don't really follow that, but yeah, it could yeah. be. It was yeah, a no, he's, so yeah. he's, you know, he's a well-known actor, comedian. Like he does all this stuff, and he never thought it was gonna be that because he just had that tunnel vision. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna. You gotta be rebrand yourself a sometimes. Player. Yeah. And yeah. like, not limit yourself. Like, don't let I. I was talking to Pete Johnson the other day, and I was like, don't put yourself in a box, or don't mm-hmm. let people box you and just have this one yeah. idea. No, of you. you gotta have. Like, it's okay to be versatile. Arm out there, leg out there, just to reach out and. Do new, uh, like, uh, yeah. new stuff. I think everybody has a brand, right? Like, there's this specific thing about you that people know, like, okay, this is them. But you're not just that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main thing. It's like, okay, maybe Rafi is camera or this person is... You know, like, people have their specific thing, but that's not the only thing. Yeah. And I think that's where people get caught up. It's like, right. you don't just have to be that. Exactly. You can be this. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. You just exactly. have to make it known that you are good at a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and I don't want to be cocky but like be, be known you know let it be known that you are you know you have strengths in these parts yeah and put those strengths to don't use. be afraid to like yeah. boast yourself you can't you can't be afraid I mean kind of this whole industry just have to like, put yourself out there you know not like hey like, yeah, oh, yeah I'm, I'm, like, I'm really that. yeah I'm a really good director you know shot, like I directed all these movies and stuff like no you don't have to do all that just say you know be humble about it yeah you know? that's that's the key thing just be humble 
and just show your work ethic. As a PA, how did you, because if you guys don't know, PA, production assistant, that's like the entry level position for any department. Yes. Like you could be like the office PA, a set PA, mm-hmm. you know, like in the wardrobe PA. Um, for you, what was that experience like in a sense? Like how did you feel like other people looked at you as a PA? Like do you felt like, you know, you felt respected or like your opinion mattered? Like how did you feel? So you're asking like if it was like a director or something. So I'm looking, so it's like the eyes of someone else hiring Yeah, me, so like say your ADs, right? Because those yeah. are your immediate like bosses. How do you feel that they treated the PAs? Well, for Crown Vic, it was a good experience. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody was kind of nice. Um, the AD was super cool. I mean, you know, they hired us. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, like the director, the assistant director all hired us. So they kind of already knew who you're going to be working with. Yeah. So, um, you know, the PAs, I feel like it's a good way to learn each department and what's out mm-hmm. there. So you don't get stuck as just being a regular set PA. Yeah. Um, you know, there's PAs for each department too. So if you feel like, for like myself, right, I'm a set PA, but I like to be in camera. So I would try to talk to the camera department and see, you know, if they not only me because you're already working on the movie, but maybe in the future, yeah, you know, get to know them. So then that way, if they need a canopy, they, they can like ask you. oh, like they will just have you in right. mind. You have that in mind, exactly. So, you know, there's also there's PAs for each department. Mm-hmm. So I was the PA for the AD department, but there's PAs for everything that you want to do. So if you're yeah. interested in grip work, then. So I talk to the grip department and yeah. see how they work. I know some stuff kind of gets stuff. a little tricky, like with being in the union, you know, like they don't have like a grip PA or anything, right. you know what I mean? But like if you're on set, though, you can still watch them and just talk exactly. to them yeah. and learn like, okay, what do I need to do to get That's into the union? That's all I did on Crown Vic. I, I, like, uh, we were, I mean, you work, my thing was that I work with the same people. So I was trying to talk to something. Some, Especially in Buffalo, you. it's a small community. Yeah, it's a very small community. So, like, for me, I did... So, we all... Like, you work within your department, but I don't like to eat and do everything with the same department. So, I like to branch mm, out, just like we were talking before. So, um, lots of times, I was just, like, talking with, like, the camera department almost all the time. That's so smart, Rafi. Yeah. Because yeah, so, I feel like some people just stick with their department. Yeah, no, you can't be afraid to... I was almost always not in my own department. So I was always talking like camera, like grip, and I knew some of the people inside each department. So I was like mm-hmm. already kind of friends with them, and I just keep talking and asking yeah. questions. Like, oh, what's uh, what are you guys doing here? And then you know they tell me. If not, they're too busy to tell me. Then I try to figure it out my own. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I talked to the mute, the audio guys too. I mean, it's only like two or three of them, and mm, you know you learn smart. you learn about you learn about what they do. I feel like a PA, that's that's your way to also kind of not only make mistakes but learn. Figure out what you want to do. What you figure out what you want to do. So you talk to these department heads or people in the department and they talk about their experience. And if you see yourself in that, you know, Mm -hmm. in their shoe, why don't you just go for it? It sounds like you're already kind of giving us advice, but will you, advice that you want to get for people who want to work in the industry, like PAs, like coming up in the industry, people who are just about to graduate, like college from the television and film program. What is advice that you would give to them who might have just gotten their first PA job or is looking? Um, Oh, here's a good one. So this is what I did a couple of weeks ago. After the movie that wrapped, I went ahead and luckily I was a walking PA, so I had a crew list. Mm-hmm. And the crew list has the name, emails, and numbers. Yeah. So what I did was I emailed everybody that um, that I really talked to or worked with a lot. And, you know, I thanked them. I was like, I sent an email to them, each individually, made my own little message. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, hey, so-and-so, it was great working with you. Um, you know, I learned a lot with you being on set, talking all this stuff. You know, make it make it your yeah. own. 
um, do that way they could, you know, make it seem make, like, it make it make it personal. It's like so they understood like, hey, this is actually you know well thought out message. So I did that, and I mainly sent it to the people on camera, and I also added in the bottom like, hey, here's a resume. If you ever, if you mm-hmm. or know anyone else that might need this resume, you know, send it over if you can. I really want to be more in the camera department, or you know, put any department you want to be in. Hey, I want to be in this department. You know, yeah. he's my resume. If you think, if you know anyone or you yourself that might, might be need looking, it, that might be looking, and that's an easy way to you know put yourself out there, mm. and then they can have that in mind for the for the future. That's smart. So that's what I did recently, and I got some good. Have you got good, any responses? Re- got some good responses, good replies. What they say? And, um, share, share with us a little bit. <laughs> so one of them, I'm not gonna say names, but one of them said, uh, you know, if you're in Cali, let me know. Mm. And I would so you're to, like, all right, maybe I, I can to, go to yeah, Cali. Exactly. And, I, and they said, like, you know, if you're in Cali, whatever, if you're in this city, let me know. And I try my, and I try my best to, to get you a job or whatever. Yeah. So if you make a good a, a good first impression and you stay, you know, that's a good thing about networking. You have to, you gotta keep in contact, you have to too. keep in contact. So if you're like, yeah, I met you, right, and you end up over there. You're gonna forget about all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you. What? To, that's not true. Nah, I know. At least, <laughs> at, least for, at least for you. But I'm saying like, you know, you don't you don't other people. Just, you yeah. Just don't want to meet these people and work with them for a month or whatever and have a good time. But then don't forget about nothing. them. You know, you always want to like, hey, happy birthday or whatever stuff yeah. like that. You want to always stay committed, which I should probably do that in the next few uh, few weeks. Like, um, reach back out to. Reach them. back. Yeah. You yeah. always want to reach out. It's like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Don't make it weird either. Yeah, like, don't hey, be weird. Like, like, hey, I miss right. you. Like, how are yeah, you? Exactly. Like, you don't want to do all that. Just be just organic because exactly. you can <laughs> tell when people are like... You're being a little too extra. It's like, hey, yeah. it's like, you know, I'm thinking about you. There's uh, some updated resume, stuff like that. Like, I'll hey, I've been working too. on this. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Or whatever. Yeah. Like, any questions. Don't only reach out when you're looking for a job. Yeah. I'll no. say that. Like, for people who are, like, just gotten their first PA job or whatever, like, don't only reach out to people when you're looking for a job. Like, right. while you're working on something, that might be the best time to reach out. Like, exactly. hey, I'm working on this. I just exactly. want to see how you, what you're up to, right? So maybe when you're done with that and you're exactly. looking, it just doesn't feel like you're only reaching out to them when you're looking for a job. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I like what you said about emailing or contacting them while you're working. Mm-hmm. Because not only you are not only asking them for like a job per se, but you're also like just hey, updating them yeah. and like asking what they're up to. Right. And you and you say like, Hey, I'm working on this, I might be done at this day mm-hmm. and they can say, Oh, I'm actually doing something and link somebody like this day yeah. and you're already done. So you already have another job for the rest of like, yeah. the next movie. Yeah. So you you're working on a movie and you're trying to get a job for the next one, you mm-hmm. know? Don't always wait until the end of the movie and then yeah. try to find a job. Yeah. Find a job while you're working. That's very true. You know and too, like aside from looking for work, just just keeping and like not everybody. Like there's people that you meet on jobs that you don't like or that you do like. Mm. So just reach out to them in general. Like if you're just interested to see what they're up to right. or how they're doing. Like I know there's a couple of people right now who this week now that like I have some time off who I just want to reach out to and see like what they've been yeah. up to. Sometimes yeah. like with work you are really like you can't even think or concentrate yeah. on yeah. other stuff. But there's people that I like just want to reach out and say like you know how you've been what you've been right. up to like i hope everything is well because yeah. you know it's been a and while it's good to, and because of social media that's also another advantage to us so you can always just like add these people on instagram and see just what say, they're yeah. up to just send them a dm on facebook yeah it's like you see anything that they're doing on facebook and always chat to you know comment or like what they're doing or ask yeah. you know just stay committed you know so i want before we finish you also do like you said you do freelance photography and videography um can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like for people who might be looking for people to like do stuff for them, exactly what do you do? 
Well, yeah, I'm just a freelance photographer. Um, I know I uh, I do like what of, kind of projects like, do you work on? Um, for photography, you know, I do a lot of weddings and headshots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Headshots is where it's at because people are always acting and always need always a headshot. Need, yeah, and especially with the film industry, like even if you're not an actor, they're always looking for extras and they extras. Yeah. The the casting or uh, what is it the casting director mm-hmm. always looking for extras and. They just need headshots or pictures yeah. of your face. So they so see they what you look see. like to fit, see right. if you fit in. Right, for you don't have to act. I mean, that's another easy job too. They pay like one hundred fifty dollars a day. It's or not bad. Like yeah, it's not just bad at all. Just be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, do some headshots. That's where it's at. You know, weddings are kind of hard because, uh, like we were talking before. Well, freelance, um, you don't know where you're gonna be. You don't know where you're gonna be, so I can't stay committed for a wedding that's six months away if I don't know where I'm gonna be somewhere else six months away. Yeah. Um. So I do stuff like that for tire on the side, and then if I'm not doing any videos for like, I, if I'm not doing anything in the film industry for movies, I also shoot like documentaries, uh, anything that people want me to shoot, like maybe dance recitals stuff like that. I just you know I yeah. do that. That's easy. Cause you just before we did the interview, you were telling me about something that you just did over the weekend. Do you yeah. want to share that? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So I was working on a documentary. Um, this uh, this lady I know because of school. I was part of a different organization on campus when I was in you know college. Uh, I sound so old just saying that. <laughs> I just graduated. <laughs> you like just last graduated year. <laughs> yeah, like so, what a couple uh, months so, ago. And so when I was uh, when I was in, uh, in college or whatever, I was a uh, I was part of an organization on campus called AEL, was the Adelantes Estudiantes Latinos, and that was I ended up being the vice president for my last year. Oh wow! Year. Yeah, so look at you, vice president from, Rafi. I went from uh, a bottom level like uh, just uh, a member, a, a member to uh, part of the E board as a bottom level e-board member so I went up to treasurer and then I went to vice president mm-hmm. um, and being vice president and treasurer you have to really meet the people within oh, the yeah. United Student Government or yeah USG USG so I ended up meeting uh, Kristen and she was charged she was charged of uh, was she USG she's, I think she was part of something but all the offices together so okay. I kind of see the same face every day and again you always want to be nice yeah. to everybody you meet because you never know because now look at what you just yeah. exactly so and Chris and then this lady her name is Kristen she uh, has her side business instead of like so although uh, other than being a you know this staff member on campus a student I don't know what she does she keeps switching her position but uh, she has her own side business and she does reflexology and that's like uh, if you didn't know it's like more of a like uh it's like a message, mm-hmm. a massage to uh, for the feet, and it's, it's, <laughs> it, it it sounds weird. Uh, it's crazy if you when think you about explained it, it when to I me. explain it to you. So I don't know if I'm gonna explain it again. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I think so, it's cool. so reflexology. I kind of I didn't know what it was before when she told me about it, um, but it's like uh, it's like a massage to the feet, and the feet, if you didn't know, is connected to several parts of your body. So it could be like so, uh, like maybe on the side of your big toe. Is like connected to your like your bicep or something. It's like weird. we don't know, but like we don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean they're pros. They they know what they're doing. So she reached out to me, and she's like, "Hey, I need a a, a video of uh, my business. I'm trying to get more clients, stuff like that." And she has like her own YouTube channel. And that's what she does. So she does essential oils and reflexology. And she's like, "I need a video. You know, if you are available or interested." Mm-hmm. If you do that for me, so we met up, we had a little meeting, and we talked about it, and it sounded like a cool, easy video. So I'm like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. I could do it within a week. So I shot it one day, and she brought in her two clients. It was just me and my boy Sal working on it. I was video lighting, and he came out for audio. 
and she brought up two clients to to do the uh, to do the uh, like the massage thing, and one of her clients it was so <laughs> weird. One of her clients um, had it, this stomach issue. I don't know what it was, and she did something on her like her feet. She brought on a little bed. She had her hands on her feet, and she did something, and you could hear the stomach rumbling, and she and the client was like, "Oh, there goes my stomach again." Like it's just very yeah, weird, and then the other client had uh had like a kidney stone, so she did something on her feet, and she was like, "Oh, it was very very sensitive there," and that was her kidney. That was, she felt that. I was like, "Yo, this is this crazy, is crazy, super crazy stuff." And I said, hey, like, you would like, never think about that. Like, we separate everything. Like, oh, it's our foot, it's our arm, it's yeah, our hand. Yeah. Like, we know it's all connected, but we still just separate yeah. everything and don't realize. It's like, all, it's on the nervous system. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how she does it, man. It's just it's very weird, and it's all about balance, you know. And life is all about balance, and yeah. she knows all about balance, you know. That's all she does. So you did that for her, yeah. And then you're gonna edit it and then put it together and everything. So yeah, that's I'm like you do that together. for a lot of people. Yeah, I do a lot. I I rather not edit. It's just too mm-hmm. time consuming. I like to just shoot and give it to someone else to edit. You know, it's just I can't do it. But easy enough. It was an easy video, so I could just do it myself. Yeah. So yeah, I shot it one day, and I told. And she's the. And the good thing about this is like, it's no time limit. She mm-hmm. just wants to as soon as you can or whenever you can. Yeah. Um. So I'm just gonna edit it whenever I can. Send her some like uh, rough copies if she likes it. Then that's it. Yeah. I'm done. Which is why when I think I was talking to you, we mentioned like investing yourself in your business. Like right. you, you're buying new equipment, new gear, so that way when people are starting to contact you, you like you have everything. Yeah. You don't have to reach out to other exactly. people. So I was saying before, like I, I, I like to have my own equipment rather than asking someone else to mm-hmm. bring theirs because maybe they're busy and they're using their own equipment or yeah. they're just out of town. Whatever. And you don't want to like mess up a job because you can't get the equipment. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I just don't like. Again, like what we're saying, I don't like to ask people for like, oh, you have a job for me, whatever. I don't like to ask like, hey, can I use your equipment again? Yeah. Can I use your equipment again? I like to have my own stuff. So, you know, you you invest into yourself. So you buy this equipment and with that equipment, it'll pay off itself. Yeah. Well, Rafi, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me. I appreciate it. I mean, like, like I said, I admire all you guys so much. Like, just seeing you guys, like, do all, like, you guys are always doing content. And I'm like, you know what? Because I didn't go to school for a TV film. I just went for, like, comm studies. Mm. Um, And so, like, the direction I wanted to go in was different than where I'm going now. But, like, you guys, like, are just very inspiring and, like, keep doing what you're doing and, Mm. like, I appreciate you guys so much. So yeah, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. I know some people listened to it, learned a lot, just about like investing in yourself and your business. Even like what you said, like send a thank you, like email yeah. to all the people we work, just little things yeah. like that. Reaching out is always important. Yeah, like give to. a good impression, not just to the big people, but to everybody because right, you never know who the person is that can help you get your yeah. next job. Those or little just, people have connections in somewhere else. You know? Yeah, like... like the director like, is coming in isn't the person like hiring everybody right, right? like it's right. that secretary or it's that like local like exactly. coordinator you know what I mean so it's exactly. just like being a good person and like just keeping those connections because you never want to burn a bridge mm-hmm. and you never know who you're going to see whether it's next year or in five years exactly. and you just don't want it to come back on you so that's literally all it right there exactly yeah. so thank yeah. you so much Rafi Absolutely. I appreciate it you're welcome <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning into another episode of the Crew Only Podcast. I hope you guys learned something from it. I hope you enjoyed it. Even if you didn't like it, I want to know what you guys thought. So send me a message on Instagram at Jaslyn Porter. 
and let us know what you thought about it. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode to come out. And as always, make sure you guys rate, subscribe, and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Yeah.